0: Is it possible to balance marriage, motherhood, and ministry, all while recording a worship album? Stick around, and we'll talk about that with our special guest on today's episode of Here at Home. Welcome to the Here at Home podcast, a podcast about the people here at McGregor, their stories, their ministry, and their love for Jesus. My name is Mark Bricker, your host for the Here at Home podcast. And joining me on today's podcast is Katie Wyrick.
1: Hey, Katie. Hi.
0: So glad to have you on the show today. Thank
1: you. I'm so glad to be here.
0: And before I forget, I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is our last episode of season two, so you get to finish out the season with us.
1: Awesome.
0: And I'll try to remember to say that at the end as well, um, but I just wanted to let our listeners know that this is our last episode. It's kind of sad, sad. but it's happy to have you on here. Thank you. Yeah. And I mentioned at the very beginning, I always say this, it's a podcast about the people here at McGregor, and you are one of the newer people here at McGregor. Yeah, very new. New You and your family just joined what, like, couple months ago, was that mm-hmm. when? Yeah, yes. you're
1: officially made uh,
0: Members, part of the flock yes.
1: in uh, end of May.
0: That, yeah. the last member meeting, wasn't it?
1: Yes. yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Wonderful, so we are so glad to have you and your husband, Jonathan, yeah. uh, why don't we get started since you are new? And it's kind of nice because a lot of times I have people on here that I have known for 10, 15, sometimes 20 plus years, Wow. and I have a little bit of a backstory with some of them, not all of them, but Mm -hmm. I've known them for a while, but you being very new, and I've gotten to know your husband a little bit, but this is all going to be new for me as we walk through our conversation today and get to know you and hear a little bit about things that you're involved in. So let's get started and let's start back at the beginning where were okay. you born where were you yeah. raised tell me a little bit about your family
1: yeah so i was born in lancaster pennsylvania um typically known as amish country the horses and buggies we're not amish though <laughs> but um, um, yeah so i was born there and um ended up most of my like adolescent years in allentown pennsylvania which is about an hour north of philadelphia so eastern pennsylvania Um, And then um, at 15, we moved down to Fort Myers, Florida, and I've been here ever since. Mm. So, yeah, that's pretty much... uh, locally, not, not locally, but like geographically where,
0: where, you've where I've
1: been. Yeah. yeah.
0: Was it a hard move at 15 to kind of leave, you know, as a teenager leaving yes. all your friends and your, yes your culture almost in a way. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yes. But looking back, I'm so glad we did. Yeah, It was definitely, um, supposed to happen for yeah. sure.
0: I made a move. I was just a little bit younger, but it, and it wasn't that far, but it didn't matter. You were moving away from your friends. And I thought my world was Oh, to totally. Yeah. yeah. But it ended up being, yeah. yeah. Two months later. Mm-hmm. So, was, so it was <laughs> yeah. fine.
1: Yes.
0: All right. Well, tell us a little bit about your husband and your family.
1: Yeah. So my husband and I met um, at Evangelical Christian School. Oh, awesome. Um, we had, he was a senior and I was a junior and we only had one class together and that was choir. Mm. And um, yeah, we, we met and- um, Was it
0: Love at First Sight?
1: No, it wasn't. Like, I always get asked that. We actually didn't even, like, know each other was, like, on each other's radar until, like, spring semester, which really stunk because he was going to graduate and, Mm -hmm. like, go off to college. Um, But, yeah, he was, like, um, I don't know. I don't know what – I mean, obviously, I do now. Like, the Lord just must have just – all of a sudden, just – I noticed him and I – I, like, wanted to, like, go golfing. I'm a golfer, and I know that's so strange to, like, talk about, but that's, like, one of my favorite, like, hobbies actually played in high school. (laughs) So I just remember going up to Jonathan and being, like, here. I, like, wrote my number, like, probably pretty forward, but, like, I wrote my number in permanent ink on his hand. I was like, you call me. We're going to go golfing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So you asked him out first.
1: I kind of (laughs) did.
0: Yeah. Did he he go play golf with you? He did. Was that your first date?
1: We, it was... It was, we didn't call it a date, but yeah, we, it was the first thing we did together. We, we went, we ended up going to prom that year and we call that our first official date and um, ended up getting married. five years later, 2011, right after college. Um, and we have three little girls now, so we mm-hmm. just celebrated um, 11 years of marriage this past May.
0: Wow, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. And now tell us the names and ages of kids.
1: Yeah, so Emma is our oldest, and she's nine. Then we have Ainsley, our middle, and she's six. And then our youngest, Cosette, she is two.
0: Cosette, You're how do you spell her name? So
1: Cosette, you spell it C-O-S-S-E. Oh my goodness! This is so embarrassing. Can we edit this Mom out? doesn't
0: know how to spell our girl. C O
1: S E T T E. Okay. It's just the nerves. Okay. You
0: almost added an it's extra just the S nerves. in there.
1: Cosette, and it's from that popular musical. Is yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cosette.
0: Very cool. So, yeah. Nice. So obviously you have a, um, a, a love for love for music, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. Before we do that, uh, tell me when and how you came to know Christ.
1: Yeah. So. Oh, I'm so fortunate. I um I grew up in a Christian home and I was fortunate to grow up in the church, got to go to Christian school, got to go to VBS, and I I came to know the Lord um at a pretty young age. I was around seven years old and I just remember finally just everything clicking like for me in my own heart and realizing like yeah, I think I I I did something like disobedient and I just remember like wow like like I saw the depravity, if you will, and mm. recognized that, and and realized that I had a need um, for a savior. And I remember my talking to my parents about it, and they, um, you know, they led me to the Lord, and um, I was baptized at a pretty young age. When I, which I know is kind of, you know, controversial, but I um, I was just in service um, with my parents, and they. Um, just for giving this invitation, like if you've come to the Lord and you haven't been baptized yet, you know, Mm. let's, you know, do that. And so I ended up saying, I want to do that. like, And I was like the youngest um, to attend, we had classes that we had to go to, to like really understand the meaning of baptism, this and that. And my dad took me and I I just remember that day so, Mm. so tangibly still Um, and yeah, and I've I've just—he's been with the Lord has been just with me ever since. Um, he, we've just grown um, ever since then in our in my relationship, and um, you know, kind of going from just not only just my savior just, but like my, my master and like someone who I I really want to just serve and love and um, treasure and keep at the center of everything. And that's obviously much easier said than done, but it's just been that, um, perpetual, um, just, just growth and, Mm. and just, it's been really sweet and I'm, I'm really grateful that I got to like embark on that at a young age.
0: Very blessed to have very that,
1: blessed. Yeah. that kind of
0: home environment and with parents that, that love the Lord and mm-hmm. encouraged you toward Him uh, mm-hmm. all along. So that is very, very special. And I know that you and Jonathan are doing the same thing for your kiddos mm-hmm. and uh, being able to do that also. I mentioned a moment ago about your uh, your love for music. Where where did that start, you think? And how did that start?
1: Well, I've as a kid, I definitely just loved to sing and just kind of put on little like performances in the house or at school I went to a really small um Christian school in Pennsylvania it was a pace school which some of your listeners might know what that is and that's Mm. why I'm gonna say that just because there might be a few because every now and then I'll say it and somebody be like I did that I know what that is (laughs) it's a small group but when you meet someone else you're like "Ah, I get you (laughs) like anyways so yeah like um I got to um just um kind of like use chap, not use, but like we had chapels weekly and so that was a really great place for, um, to serve in in various ways of things that that I enjoyed doing, whether singing or playing piano and um, just getting to kind of test out the waters, if you will. And long story short, I think um, by the end of high school, that's when I, I had this kind of like, I this is, there's something there, like I wanna pursue music like professionally. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of when I switched my major, I was gonna study marketing and then I switched to music and, and that kind of started the journey of like, this is different you, than just a hobby, like yeah. this is different.
0: Were your parents musical?
1: Yeah, so my mom, my mom and dad, they both sang. My mom um taught me how to play piano and um yeah, so not like terribly terribly musical, but enough was there that um
0: to help foster yeah, that help love foster that you that. had. Yeah. yeah. I I too grew up and I have a I have a degree in music. I don't know if you knew that or not, but uh, I
1: did not. Yeah. Oh my god. Um <laughs>
0: Don't really use it, but uh,
1: <laughs> I know, I know that's a whole different discussion. Yeah, but I had, right? but
0: my mom was the one that was always encouraging me and kind of pushing me at times. And mm. but it was, it was a good push, you know, to mm. continue to explore and and try new things as it related mm. to, to music. So yeah,
1: wow, I had so, no idea.
0: Yeah, thought I'd just throw what that in the mix. What was your
1: instrument?
0: Uh, I, I played the trumpet, uh, was my primary, okay. instrument that I got my degree in, but I also. Played a few other instruments as well, but that was the main.
1: Wow! One, yeah. a performance. Major? No, it was ed, I, ed. Ed. Yeah. Same for me. Yeah. yeah. Oh, how about
0: that? I knew early on I was not good enough to be a professional musician. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh.
0: <laughs> but I. But I did. But I did love it. Aww. Um. So in in addition, obviously you you are a singer. Um. But what did you play? Any other instruments? Just piano. Just piano. Yeah.
1: Just piano. <laughs> are well, you pretty good though? Um. I don't know. You don't know? (laughs) I think I am, but uh, in a different way than like, if you, I've always been one to play by ear and to kind of, which means you just kind of hear it and sound it out. Or if Mm -hmm. if I see a chord chart, I can improvise fine. But if you put straight up sheet music in front of me, I'm not one of those people that can just be like, Um, I did have to take class piano in college, like. One, you know, like mm-hmm. everyone else did, and it was new to me, you know, to have to like Trouble learn how to like part, huh? sight, like have something in front of you and sight read it. it. Yeah, but I'm I'm much more um, confident if I'm just able to just kind of free right. freestyle it. Yeah. Good, good. Yeah.
0: Uh, so, end of high school, you're really feeling this is more than just like a hobby or something you mm-hmm. enjoy. You want to do this, so you go away and get a degree in mm-hmm. music education.
1: Yeah. Are
0: you thinking that there's somewhere down the line it'll be some kind of performing, or are you thinking <laughs> teaching music? I or? was,
1: I was all into teach. Yeah. Um, and then I had landed this um, job teaching elementary music out in Lehigh, and I was just not, I was just not prepared to deal with like just the the amount of um, what it takes to be a teacher, right? I just didn't, I felt like in music school it was all about the music and all about the performing and this and that. I didn't feel as equipped to just like classroom management and just um, meeting, I mean, Lehigh is, is is troubled. Some The kids were really, really troubled and I was not prepared to just to deal with all of that and it, it ended up not working out and then I got pregnant and so, yeah, lots of lots of stuff down my path kind of just was, um, doors were just Shutting shut, those doors. shut. Yeah. But then eventually, other doors were being opened, and ultimately were leading me down where I was supposed to go. If that makes sense.
0: Absolutely, sure does. Yeah. So, um, how long? So, was it one year, two years that you taught in the public?
1: Th- only three months. Three
0: months. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. you're right that the 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 amount of educational aspect, you know, is, is so heavy and maybe not even Mm. some of the times it's administrative. It's not even education that you're getting to do. You're not. So I know teachers struggle with that, but I guess in music, it could probably be even harder. And aren't they eliminating a lot of those music positions anyway, in a lot of the schools?
1: They might. I mean, this was a while while ago. This was yeah, yeah
0: well, that's a whole other almost topic. ten years well, ago.
1: Yeah, and there was other stuff that was. It wasn't the like it wasn't the most ideal situation. There was stuff on the administrative side that was, yeah, it was just not the best um, recipe for success, yeah. if you will.
0: So you you get out of out of that yeah. and. Probably don't know what's next yet. Or well,
1: I had something on, on the back burner that I thought was going to be the thing. I um, I had just um, finished recording a um, an EP, which for your listeners is just a, it's just a short album. It's often used kind of like the like a like a test, if you will, mm-hmm. just to kind of see how it's received, so that you can hopefully get some feedback and maybe record a full one. And that was with um, an acoustic duet that I was a part of called Barefoot Saturday. And um, we um, we were in talks with like a producer out in LA who was um, really interested and was like gonna produce our full length album, but then my duet partner backed out oh. and he wanted to pursue law enforcement and he had just um, newly married and looking back it, I'm so glad it happened because. Mm. Um, it was definitely, and I and I was gonna have a baby, and I had just gotten married. It, it just it was meant to be, but it was hard, right? Because so, all these things were just like, just sh- the doors were just shutting mm. everywhere, and like I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. What am I doing with my life right now? Like, what is my purpose? Like, it was it was hard. It was really hard, but.
0: Mm. But like yeah. you said, that that those doors being shut obviously helped you d- not yeah. go in that direction, yeah. and go in another direction. And at what point in this whole progression did you begin, or maybe it was even before this, where you really saw music as a possible ministry opportunity? Okay, so
1: again, that was very definitive. I um, it was 2013. So fast forward, I had had my first child, and I was at this conference for moms in Louisville, Kentucky, and it was during worship for that event and I just, I I had this like encounter with the Lord and it was just, it was just this aha moment like, how did I not see this before? Like, of course, it's been this all along, like, and I've been like chasing mm-hmm. after these other things and like, I just felt this call. I didn't know what it would look like, but I needed to just serve the church in ministry through music, and I didn't know what that would look like. So I came Mm, back and I just started to just see, like serve where I was at, where I was planted. So at our church, if that was, you know, playing keys for for service, or um, I got to mentor our high school worship team for a little bit, just, 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 Serving where you're planted already, and then um, feeling led to start writing songs of worship. Mm. There was just this shift. There was just this shift because that whole acoustic um, duet that was very just secular mainstream, just kind of which is it's fine. Like it wasn't anything evil or, or wrong with that, but like there was just this shift, and like um, in ever since then, it's just been that prominent like focus that I know what I was. Supposed to kind of mm-hmm. go down this other other road, if that makes sense. Yeah, it does. In yeah. fact, and you
0: just mentioned that uh, you you were writing songs. Had you been writing before, and is that something that you enjoy and love to do as a writer? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah,
1: we had yeah that, that acoustic duet we had um, put out. I think it was five original original songs or so. And did were, you
0: co-write them with?
1: Yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, they're still out there. They're
0: still out there. (laughs) I bet we can find them. I'll have to track Barefoot and the... Barefoot
1: Saturday. Saturday. Barefoot Saturday,
0: yeah.
1: And then, um, yeah, I was still doing, like, a lot of weddings. I had a whole music business where I would um, just do ceremony music and Mm subcontract different ensembles for that. Did that for, like, all during college and only up until, like, a couple years ago, I felt like I just need to, like, retire from that and just go all into like the whole ministry side of things. Right,
0: so that so, was a, it has been a, a big shift. It started like, in 2013. It, yeah,
1: but, and it's slowly just and building. Been progressing and building. And I, I still am just like, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm along for the ride. You just do what you do and I will show up like yeah. as best I can. <laughs>
0: how, how do you see music as a ministry?
1: Well, For me specifically, a lot of um, the inspiration behind my songs has been a lot of it is things that I was reading in the Word that were just um, anchors to um, my soul and like my faith and getting through some really, really hard times in my life and just wanting, um, for me, wanting to just write songs that proclaim truth. Mm. And that somehow continued to point to the Lord and give Him the proper perspective that He's owed, and also to to continue to promote the gospel because we can't ever get over the gospel. That's exactly right. So just to have those main umbrella mm-hmm. things over over the music, but also just um, hopefully that people would just—it's not anything. The the thematic stuff obviously is not anything new. They're 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 truths from the Word that are just solid, right? Mm-hmm. That we've heard. Timeless. But hopefully, hopefully, the music is like that new song. He put a new song in my mouth out of Psalm forty. That's a verse that that comes to mind when I think of this this project or whatever. Hopefully, there's just a freshness and a um a newness of of sonically what you might hear
0: mm.
1: yeah. combined with that truth, truth of Scripture. Right. Yeah.
0: That's neat. Well, I have had a chance to listen to your, uh, your... I will say your new album, but really it's the first solo album you've ever it done. It is. Uh, You're right. It and a worship it. album.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's really, really good. Oh, it thank you It is really, so much. really good. And I will encourage our listeners to go and listen to it. What's the name of the album?
1: Out of the Blue.
0: Out of the mm-hmm. Blue. Yeah. And it's... Um, it's a seven song, six. six song yeah. album. So it's not a yeah. full.
1: It's not a full. It's an EP. EP. Like we talked we about. Yes. Yep.
0: It's an EP album.
1: Yeah, because I'm a newbie and that's what you do. Got to start
0: first. there, right? Start somewhere. <laughs> so you can listen to that on Apple Music, which is where I listen to it, yeah. Spotify. Everywhere. Everywhere. Yep. And uh, when was the album released? How long it, has it been out?
1: It's June 17th, so only what a couple weeks.
0: Yeah, not yeah. too long. A couple months, probably when our listeners are listening to this. But yeah, it's still right. still, still right. pretty still pretty new.
1: Very new. Uh
0: what, you know, six songs, what was the inspiration for those? You wrote all six of those songs? I did, yeah. Awesome. What was the inspiration for maybe thematically of putting those six together, or was, or was it just kind of random, or these are my best six songs? How do you how do you pick those six oh, songs? Oh my
1: goodness. That was like a whole thing. Like we are we were um, we recorded this up in Nashville. Nashville um and I just remember I think I brought like twelve or thirteen and we had to pick only oh. six. It was really well, actually it was only five. The sixth track is a remix of one of the tracks. Right. But it's still in its own right, it's a different vibe entirely. So it's <laughs> but um no we're counting it. Yeah, it's um we just we went through them, we prayed about it, we got some feedback from our producer and um just lots of prayer honestly and just trying to be sensitive and um, so Fear Not um, is the first one that we decided to to go after and that was the first single released off the album that was released in 2019 Um, I would just say to answer your question overall I I just knew I wanted I wanted some some songs that were um, just very um, like worship anthems, just happy mm-hmm. things that like hopefully churches might get to use in, in their corporate worship, um, and then also those more pensive um, kind of ballad um, pieces that might meet people um, in 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 a place maybe where they're struggling, right. and just to have those truths that they can sing over themselves. Um, if they're finding themselves in a place where they're trying to fight, you know, the lies of the enemy or the lies of anything that's bombarding them, um, that they would have, have that to kind of mm-hmm. combat that.
0: How would you describe this album style wise or genre for somebody that's, hey, I'd like to go listen to that. I wonder what kind of yeah. music it is. Wow.
1: It, it's kind of hard to say. <laughs> um, there's some pop elements, um, definitely an indie vibe, uh, definitely some mainstream CCM kind of stuff. Um, so contemporary Christian music. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah. And, um, so
0: you're all over the board.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, all the tracks are, you know, they're, they were, we wanted, the main goal for this was honestly just to put out songs that like, the body could use. So oh. everything is available to be licensed on CCLI. Um, there's multi tracks, like stems for all those songs on multi tracks. Um, there's charts via uh, yeah, praise charts. So we wanted to like resource the, resource mm. the body, like yeah. whoever might feel led to like use this material. Um,
0: Why such a burden for that?
1: I don't know. I, I just. Is it because maybe
0: it, some of your past experience yourself and. Because not haven't you led worship?
1: Yes. Or, yeah. yeah. I, maybe that's probably par, 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 probably part of it. I don't know. I just think going back to where I felt that like that kind of like call or or whatever, it really felt like it was supposed to be to somehow serve the church, and mm. so. Um, if I'm going to put music out, I want and it resonates. I want people to have those resources t- to use to it. Use them. Yeah, yeah, if at all possible.
0: Well, I appreciate your heart on that because I know a lot of folks are more interested in the the glory they get versus being able to give the glory to the Lord and His His Church. And so right. I appreciate that. I, you already answered one of my questions, but I, I might ask it again. I and mean, in fact, you just did a minute ago because I I wanted you to be able to to share with our listeners what your hope for this album. Really is and I think part I think of it is, is just of, what you said. Yeah. I want it to be a resource for churches yeah. to be able to use this. Is there anything else that you would hope to see come out of this album?
1: Oh, if, just if there's someone out there that doesn't know the Lord and they hear this, and somehow it was used to like open, like to bring people into the kingdom to advance the kingdom somehow. Um, or if someone is just kind of needing brought back, if you will. I don't know i just i want people i want people just to have jesus honestly Mm. and that's enough for me that's that's enough for me like
0: i just i can't get any better than that i just want people to have jesus yeah Yeah. no that's awesome awesome uh what was the time frame from okay we want to make an album till it released uh (laughs) you know is that is that a two-year? A one-year? How long? How many? How long? So,
1: most of the songs were written 2016-17. Didn't cut them or record them till 2019. And only one of the songs was released in 2019, and then the pandemic hit. So, that kind of... And then I had another baby.
0: Oh, wow. And
1: so, everything got pushed back. And so, 2022. So, that's, what, three years? Since
0: 19, but even going back further when you wrote songs. Yeah, yeah. So it's a pretty long process. What was the biggest hurdle outside a global pandemic and having a baby? (laughs) What were some of the the biggest challenges in getting this ultimately released?
1: Well, um, for me personally, um, I... uh, we ended up getting pregnant with our third child um, just prior to the pandemic. So actually like right when Fear Not like released, which was in 2019, right around then I had found out I was pregnant. And for me, a big part of my story and my testimony is um, having gone through some really severe postpartum depression and anxiety. Mm. And um, we all kind of wondered if that was gonna happen again with a third child, which it did um, and so i um I had to take a pretty substantial break from everything just to kind of focus in on um just being a mother and and kind of dealing with that mm-hmm. on top of it. Um, so yeah, that's probably a big part of it, but also, um for a lot of music people, like they were off the road, right, so they're in the studio up there wanting to like get all their stuff done mm-hmm. which is fine and I, I'm new right so I have to kind of wait you know You're far I'm back in a, line yeah. I'm not signed or anything mm-hmm. like that I'm an indie artist so I need to be patient and wait this thing up there was a lot yeah. but I think God's timing is perfect and I would just have to remember that and I believe that and so he already knew that this was gonna come out you mm-hmm. know
0: When it came out. That's right.
1: And it was special though, because I had those songs already completed on my hard drive. So during that third bout of postpartum, I would just listen to them and it was a reminder Mm. like, I got you through it Mm. before, I'll get you through it again. That's right. So, oh,
0: that's neat. Yeah. And I'm sure you've been able to be an encouragement to others, perhaps that have gone through that. We'll we'll go through that in the future. Yeah. The
1: title, though, out of the blue, is um, Jonathan actually came up with that title.
0: Oh, really? Yeah,
1: because um, the baby blues is a common kind of term Mm -hmm. about mental health after pregnancy, and and so yeah, we called it that. I was I was like, I really want to call this out of the dark, (laughs) but I think somebody had already like released something with that title, and he's like what about out of the blue? Like, yeah. it's like, oh, I love you. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> this yes. is why I love, no, not just this, but he's, nice he's something comfort. else. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think he's helped a little bit more because, well, let me say yes. this. First of all, uh, you are a, you're a podcaster as well because yeah. I did a little research in preparing <laughs> for this. And so there you have your own website. Yeah. Uh, you can go to Katie. Wyrick.com, is that it?
1: That's right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And if they spell your last name correctly, they'll find it. Uh, yes. If not, they'll have to Google find it, uh, yeah. but uh, they can get to that. But yeah. you have a podcast on there as yeah. well as some of the videos uh, mm-hmm. for your songs. What's with the, the Blue Jay? Is that... Uh,
1: oh, that's or, a good question. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I saw that song uh, yes. video, but I didn't have time to listen to it. No,
1: that, that song, wow. There's like a whole story behind that. Um, do you want me to share that or...
0: If you think it's a good, oh. yeah, yeah.
1: Well, um, so during that second bout, out of the out of the three bouts of the postpartum stuff, the second bout was the worst. It was very, very bad, um, and I was I was nearly hospitalized. And um, Jonathan had to come home for like six weeks and take care of us. And mm. um, it took about six months of like recovery until I felt myself again. And I just remember like during that time, I would see blue jays just at the most. They just they, it didn't seem like an accident, and mm. it was just like a hug from the Lord that's the best way I know how to describe it. just like I see you where you are right now mm. you're not alone. you keep walking and living and fighting, and you're gonna mm. fly again because I felt so some of the lyrics on that song are um, like circumstances clip my wings I just I felt so um, trapped and just held down and just. Um, So I would see those, and I never told anyone about it. It was like my special thing with the Lord, but then after I had fully recovered, I got to go on a trip to Scotland with my mom's side of the family, and we were on this coach bus uh, driving through the highlands of Scotland, and I looked out the window, and there was a flock of Blue Jays, and I lost it. And my sister was like, why are you bawling, crying right now? We were just laughing like a minute before, and she was like the first one I told about, like what these blue jay things and then I come home from Scotland and I have this um in my kitchen this Oswald Chambers my atmosphere as high mm-hmm. flip calendar yeah. which has just been oh I, I mean I still have it every day and use it but during that recovery that six months recovery um ugh, like I would just flip it each day you get to the next day it's like a victory and um basically so I come back from Scotland and I go to look at it and I didn't even realize That the scenery on that like they had pretty landscapes to go with was was exactly where i had just been some of the castles i had just walked through and it was like holy cow look look where you brought me like you got me through look what you've done and then i knew like i can't keep this to myself i have to write a song about Mm. it i didn't know if i'd ever release the song if we'd ever even record the song But when we were up in the studio, um, my brother happened to be with me and he had just gotten this new tattoo and it said, "Um, your story told truthfully is good news to those who hear it. And I was like, I have to share this because hopefully it's good news to somebody that hears it. And so we ended up uh, recording that song and I'm glad because, Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's Blue Jay, so.
0: And then you went from there to out of the blue.
1: Yeah, so that, so blue, yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot a of, there's, there. yeah, there's yes. a lot of creative yeah. thematic So stuff on your, surrounding on your, that title.
0: On your website, not only do you have your podcast, but you also have a blog on there where you mm-hmm. write. Have you, do you currently... Write is that something you enjoy doing? doing I do devotional writing.
1: Uh, I haven't done it in a while, nor podcast, because as an indie, you're doing all the yeah. other nitty gritty grind admin stuff because you don't have that like label behind you to do all those different things. But um, eventually, yeah, I, I do love to to write.
0: Maybe one day you yeah. get caught up with the twelve different spinning plates that you have going. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lot going. Right. All right. Well, let me ask you one last question. What's next? Katie, other than trying to get back to podcasting and blogging. Any big projects out there that you're thinking of?
1: Honestly, no, I I don't know how to answer that. My Mm. hands are just open and I'm just praying uh, that the Lord would just continue to open doors um, and that wherever I'm supposed to serve, however he wants me to, that he'll just open those doors and I'll be sensitive and just keep on following him and, and showing up. Yeah. I know, that's really vague. No, no, that's but, okay. Yeah. But yeah, we have three kids. And, Just you know, be faithful
0: where he has you now. Yeah, yeah for exactly. sure. I'm not
1: really sure, but there's it's kind of exciting, right? Yeah. Not knowing. It's that trust and that, yeah.
0: Well, we will uh, be looking forward to whatever that is in oh, Katie's life. And I would encourage our listeners to go and listen to your... New album, and uh, check out your website. And uh, if you're a member here at McGregor, next time they see you, if they're listening, they don't still don't know what you look like. But if they go to their website, they'll know what you look like. <laughs> and this a lot of your publicity photos you're in a wedding dress it looks like is that it's a uh,
1: parachute dress oh wow from world war ii oh, wow yeah it was so cool
0: <laughs> <laughs> they look like you have fun even though you're yeah. sleeping on one of them it looks like taking a nap yeah like, that's
1: kind of the thing now right you gotta look like you're like yeah like you're sleeping
0: <laughs> see you, you never i don't get to see the smile though on any of those i need this is the, i know you have such a great yeah. smile yeah wow.
1: thanks wow.
0: <laughs> well thank you for being a part of the here at home podcast and for wrapping up the final episode of season two. Christian, when will we be back? <laughs> Next year? We'll come back when we come back. <laughs> we'll be back when we're back. We'll probably do some special uh, additions along the way in the rest of 2022, I'm sure. Uh, we, we, we wouldn't go that long without doing something. We always do something around Christmas as well. But Katie, you can say you were part of the official last episode, so. Thank you so much for joining us. That's an honor. Thank our listeners as well for being a part of our Here at Home podcast. We're so grateful for them and how they have made the the show successful. And I would encourage them to continue to share it with your friends. I still find people that will come up and say, you know, I I heard, I I see your podcast in between the services, you know, online or something. How do I get to that? And I'm like, really? Need some help with that. Okay, I'll be glad to. So I'll usually grab their phone and (laughs) subscribe for them like, all right, I'll just show up automatically now. I love but, it. Uh, but that's, for, you know, for, you know, I listen to, you know, 10 podcasts a week, prob- week probably, but so it's just kind of part of what I right. assume. But it's a lot of people, team. it's still new. It's like, well, a podcast, mm-hmm. i heard of that, but how do I do that? And we're also available on YouTube so they can watch us if they'd rather see faces and uh, your smile. and <laughs> that. But I encourage you to be a part of that. And again, thanks for listening and we'll see everybody back, not in a couple of weeks, but next season, right back here here at home.